Hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with the show, I just want to let you know, Hampton and I joke around about suicide a lot on this show because we've experienced a lot of suicidal thoughts in ourselves and talked to a lot of friends and family about suicide, so we're comfortable with it, and the way we deal with it is to joke around about it. Please don't think that we take it lightly. If you're feeling depressed, especially if you're feeling suicidal right now, please stop the podcast right away and call 1-800-273-TALK. They're incredible. They're always there 24 hours a day. They can help. There are other options besides suicide, and I know that because you are loved by Hampton. Hampton is in love with everyone. You know just And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Were we recording that? Yeah. Oh, wow, dude. What a wonderful start. <laughs> wow, that's great, man. Uh, I like that song. Is that how it goes? <laughs> Are those the lyrics? Yes. I've never known the lyrics of that song. Yeah, it changes each movie, as you know. And uh, then they're like, uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Wookies and shit. <laughs> it's pretty much the same. Darth, 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 Darth. <laughs> uh, I don't remember how the rest of the Empire song goes. Mm, me neither. Dun, da, 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 dun, da, 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 dun. Isn't that just it? Just does that forever? Honestly, dude, I never saw Star Wars. What? What? You shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're a fucking piece of shit, man. Wow. Not only do you have to have seen Star Wars, you have to agree with me that the new ones are bad. And also, episodes one through three are bad. And you also have to agree that Empire Strikes Back is by far the best one. New Hope sucks and Return of the Jedi is just fine. <laughs> You have, I love it. Like you all these Star to. Wars fans that are boycotting Star Wars don't like any of the movies except Episode Five. Yeah, I think <laughs> they should really look, look inwards and just ask themselves, like, what do I like in life at this point? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I like Empire Strikes Back, the second Ewok movie. And, and that's yeah, it's like fucking it. I'm, it's like I'm 34. I hate most things anyway. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like maybe it's just that. Yeah, man. I hate Star Wars. I hate myself. <laughs> Guys, that is what the podcast Welcome is. Welcome to Suicide Buddies. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Hampton Junt. I'm Changing Junt. I'm Changing Junt. And welcome to Suicide Buddies. <laughs> Have you guys seen South Park? <laughs> Eric dude, Cartman, dude, funny South, character. South Park is my favorite Family Guy episode. Yeah, dude. Oh, man, yeah. I've been making these sketches wow i'm a sketch comedian and uh, oh that's right yeah yeah they're very short i've been posting them on the internet guys check these out they're actually incredible oh thanks they're super quick and like i love them man one of them is a jackass sketch i'm not gonna <laughs> nod to what happens but i gotta uh that's the one i put four up i'm putting up one a week hey, look check me out on instagram and twitter and facebook that's where i'm posting them <laughs> dave to the ross that's my handle on everything look wow you're such a whore you should see me on on the tour <laughs> You should buy my. <laughs> you should buy my podcast. Oh, I um, bo- my podcast is on vinyl. 
Um, I thought you were saying like you should see me on tour because all I do is just list where you can find me. Yeah, totally. And <laughs> then when I'm at home, stage, check me out on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Craigslist, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, yeah, B2, Bebo, you uh, jizz, Pornhub, Stumble Upon. <laughs> I'm huge on Stumble Upon. Also on Dig, uh, Black.com, Mahalo. <laughs> Uh, black.com whitehouse.gov yeah familystrokes.com <laughs> um, oh weird yeah you can see my stand up special on an incest why, porn why website is america obsessed with fucking their families like well, this i can is, like, the- tell you why <laughs> Wait, what? I think I know why. I think I know why. My fucking family's hot. Yeah, it's because Donald Trump is our president. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. And so we nah, want to fuck a- our sister. No, nah, it's like he's he's like attached to that, I think. You know, like he's going through that too. He wants to fuck his kids. He probably does go to thatfamilystrokes.com. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Everybody leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to be a family strokes for Very uh, good. <laughs> I put in very good daughter and <laughs> very good daughter, very, very good fine, daughter, very good, most excellent um, daughter possible. <laughs> but it's like I, I don't know. There's just something fucked up with society that if that's like becoming a like the leading genre, it is most the searched. most common. When I look up porn, that's mostly what I find. Absolutely, I actually did see a breakdown because companies know like where in the country what they're watching uh-huh and it's like it's mostly the midwest watches stuff. like really the it says stuff and like interesting i think and then the cities are more like uh a, a black dude fuck is fucking my wife <laughs> oh really <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> wow yeah wow wow <laughs> well oh yeah so i'm putting these sketches up and one of them is a jackass sketch and i that's the one that's gotten the, like viewed the most and I got a comment today. This guy said, um, I also thought this was funny on Family Guy. <laughs> it's just like, what a, what a fucking dick, man. <laughs> You're right. I watched Family Guy and I was like, ooh, I should do this. <laughs> That's how I wrote it. I saw someone else do it on the most famous TV show this, this in the comes world. Out, Lucky there's a family man. <laughs> yeah, I am Dave Ross, and I'm basically Peter Griffin. Yeah. That's my and wife, that, it's Stewie. Just <laughs> me holding a baby in front of my head, going, I'm mad at my mother. My mother's a Actually, bitch. Actually, can, can I pitch that as your next sketch? That you just do a to full show on. the guy's comment, and then that's I. We should. We should do that. Why don't we do that? I just think it's funny that this guy like can't enjoy things. Totally, and it's just like man. Like, what's your life like? You got to just lighten up a little bit. Man. It's so funny too, especially to have like I used to put out sketches all the time, and then I stopped for a year, like a few years, and now I literally put out. It was the third one I put out and I, in three weeks. All it took was three weeks for yeah, someone to be like, hack, loser, <laughs> fucking thief, piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> you smell. Yeah. Uh, I called your dad. and Got a bad haircut. I found out how much of a loser you are. <laughs> got a bad haircut. Me and your dad just jammed on what a loser you are for like a solid hour <laughs> hang sesh. Yeah, I thought this was a lot sadder when your dad said it. <laughs> Um, I I like uh, Family Guy when it's Deadpool That's my favorite Family Guy Yes, me too (laughs) I get a goo (laughs) I get a goo Folks, we are recording this on the 4th of July Yeah 4th of July (laughs) Yeah Happy British Sadness Day (laughs) 
It's it's a conflicted year yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, tough year, bad year, bad year. What? Let's list every single bad thing that's happened this year, <laughs> leading all the way up oh, to God. Hampton's cat torturing a bird. That happened today. That happened just before we Sorry. started recording. We were, we were we were talking outside and like my cat Jojo Damn. Uh, fucked up a bird and I felt really bad and it was crazy. It was like I I turned into. One of those people in westerns that are like, when the horse is sick, you have to kill it. Because he like dove on the bird and like fucked it up, but the bird wasn't dead. And then it would just stare at it. And yeah. then, like two minutes later, attack it again, and the bird was—I was just yelling, "Kill it!" Like that, take it out of its misery. It's like I realized my cat would have been like a Nazi, like interrogator, where yeah. it's just like, "And now I watch you suffer for a minute, and now I'll remove some fingernails, and uh, now I'll let you wait yeah. for another hour." Well, in cat <laughs> Germany, birds go to camps. <laughs> in cat Germany, uh, Dave, I believe it would be mice, as in the book Mouse. Uh, the book Mouse? The book Mouse oh, that came out. I, I think this has already book. been written. <laughs> yeah. You stole that joke from, from Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Family Guy stole my brain. Oh, that's so funny. Hey, the writer of Mouse. I like this a lot more when it was Hitler. <laughs> you stole this from history, man. Uh, <laughs> dude. I loved uh, Hitler when he was Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> um, I like Napoleon Bonaparte when he was Alexander the Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, I loved Alexander the Great. When it yeah. was God. <laughs> hey, Gen- hey, Genghis Khan. The Romans called, they want their extermination back. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just walks by, like Genghis Khan, like torturing and murdering somebody, and they they just like hack, 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 torture, dude. This guy's guy's so fucking lame. Hey, Genghis Khan, uh, where'd you get this idea from? The Bible. Yikes! Because we thought of it first. Happy America Day. It is America Day. Couple things I love: Jesus Christ. The white version. Guns, the white version. (laughs) Movies, the white version. (laughs) Music. I like the black version. (laughs) Nice, Nice. dude. Comedy goes in threes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, damn. Damn. Oh, man. Damn, God. Damn, God. Why'd you do this? It it coincides. uh, We put up some Patreon episodes, and we have one about it. Patreon, Patreon. (laughs) Give us money. America. America, America. Thanks for everybody who's uh, donated to the Patreon. That's been really, really helpful with all the uh, bird burying costs I've had uh, over (laughs) the last couple months. Uh, Because my cat is a Nazi. But uh, we put up an episode about Independence Day, which is... I just realized, I was like, I'm going to play that today at my barbecue. I'm going to play Independence Day. Full metal jacket oh, and, great. and jaws. Right after this recording, <laughs> I am going straight to Hampton's Barbecue. <laughs> I don't have to go true. far. We're recording this inside of his barbecue grill. That would be really funny if we just did the podcast at the barbecue. We yeah. just walk up to Everybody people. shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, do, <laughs> when did you want to kill yourself? Answer me. We just go person to person. Favorite suicide. Favorite person who killed themselves. Oh, you? <laughs> LOL. You're dumb. It's funny the thing is like I, yeah it's most it's pretty much all comics and I guess that everyone would probably have some like dark, oh, totally. dark suicidal thoughts. Absolutely. 
I think the only comic who's never thought about killing himself is Ron Funches. <laughs> Caleb Sinan. <laughs> Caleb Sinan. <laughs> Caleb Sinan absolutely has never thought about killing himself, and that's why he is Our incredibly successful. <laughs> 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 well, it's also, you know, uh, shout out to Caleb Sinan, one of the funniest comics on earth. Yeah, but also, it's great guy. You, it's so you. It's funny you hang out with him, and he just has this light in his eyes, and you're, and then he goes up and crushes, and you're like, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Man. I don't know. He always posts like really dark stuff about like how he views comedy or like the business. Oh, that's true. He the does business, and I'm like, this is very mm-hmm. cynical. Like I always comment back mm-hmm. like something just to be like. What the fuck, man? He does have a lot of cynical jokes. Oh, yeah, he's got some edge to him, some darkness. Yeah, but anybody who crushes can't possibly be sad. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. That was a really stupid thing for me to say. No, you're just right. The light behind his eyes, though, I get that. He is is always, like, super smiley also. Yeah. No, no, no. I I mean, I was joking. I don't think the reason that he does well is that he's funny. But also, he has just the best attitude. And it's, like, intoxicating. It's wonderful. And it's, like... He's like one of those examples of con- – because you know how many people say if you're a comedian, you got to be sad, and you'll always be sad. It never ends, man. Comics say that all the time. It never ends because they one time they talked to like some bigger comic on a bad day who's just like, yeah, I bummed, and I want to die. And like, see, it never ends. you got to be upset. Yeah. And I'm like, well, have you met Caleb? He's fine. <laughs> the, my one specific <laughs> friend? Caleb or – there was another one you just maybe- named. You just had a bad day. Ah! You had a bad day. Uh! You had a bad day, and I had a bad grave. I had a bad Dave. <laughs> I got that grave plot. You oh, guys dude, like Lonely dude, Island? If you do record an album, we were talking about that before we started recording. Like that could be a great title. Yeah. Ha- so you had a bad Dave. So you had a bad Dave, <laughs> and it would have uh, yeah. music note emojis yeah. next to the title. <laughs> I uh, it's true. I'm I fucking made up my mind, dude. I'm recording an album. I'm doing it. Tight. I think I'm gonna do it in fall. Oh wait, uh, I should promote because I haven't actually settled the date yet. But I think I'm going to record my album in Chicago. So Chicago people, please uh, come. Uh, and it's probably gonna be like the bring very- some deep dish. <laughs> It's probably going to be the very end of August and like the first day of September, like that weekend. But cool. uh, I have to nail it down. But uh, if it's not going to be that week, it'll probably be like the next week. So people in Chicago, please uh, come out to an album recording. I would love it if people from this podcast came out. Yeah. And, Dude, uh, they will. When I was it. in Chicago, that was definitely the most people uh, at the city with the most fans of this podcast that came to a show. Uh, then why'd you shit on them so hard in private when we were talking? No. Oh, because I hated oh. every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hated every. So yeah, listeners in Chicago, not only go to Hampton's album recording, bring like a ton of friends because yeah. the more people, the better. The more packed in, the better it sounds, and it's an album. It's got to sound good. And then when they ask you, uh, "How do you know this guy?" You go, "Well, I think about killing myself all the time," and I, oops. Oh man, I said this at Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Oh man. Thanksgiving. Uh, So, what happened on 4th of July? Is 4th of July 9 11? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) As I remember it. Is that the day they threw the tea into the lake? 
Yeah. Now and now <laughs> the, the ocean, ocean. Now the ocean is tea. Yeah. That's why totally. you can drink ocean water now. They solved the salt water problem by adding tea. And that's when Lipton started. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I kind of have a joke about just like the Boston Tea Party is like the best example of just what this country is about, which is just like protesting and racism because they're doing this political act of protest and shit. But they dressed up as Indians just in case, like someone saw them. Be like, oh, was, damn, Indians did it, or something like. Oh, that's true. I, that's not like why, really why they do it. Did it, but like that, in my mind, it's like you are doing this thing of like you're dressing up as totally. Indians, like, and uh, they probably were like getting busted by like a guard, and it's like, hey, what are you doing? And they're like, uh, 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 forming a country. <laughs> Sure, 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 sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be great. We totally have this planned out. But it was really yeah. just rich dudes who were like, "I don't want to pay my fucking tea taxes." <laughs> yeah, I'm an Indian. Like whatever. <laughs> it's just like, woo. That's been this country for the next three hundred years. Wow. I didn't remember that they dressed up as Indians. It's wealthy people, th- you know, getting their way. <laughs> yeah. And being racist at the same time. We should all, for the next May Day Parade, we should all dress up as Armenians. <laughs> so we don't have to take responsibility for it. I can't And then if they attack us, they'll attack Glendale. <laughs> I'm protesting Dave by pouring out his coffee. <laughs> Dave doesn't yeah, get to drink so things. funny, the Glendale coffee party. <laughs> we just go to Starbucks and we're like, fucking pour it all out. Do it. Hold the button down. <laughs> yeah, then we're going to carry this to Santa Monica and pour it into the sea. <laughs> yeah, it took a while, the Glendale coffee party. Took all day. Listen, you're listening to Suicide Buddies. This is a podcast uh, where we talk about a different suicide in history every week. Uh, we also share our own experiences with depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. And because we're comedians and we've been there, we joke around about it a lot. That's very true, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> All of that was dead on. It was. It's true. Uh, and uh, we've been getting, I feel like we're getting more and more people finding the show and listening to it and telling their friends about it because uh, more and more people have been signing up for the Patreon. And we just, like Hampton said, thank you for that. And uh, more and more reviews and ratings dude, on iTunes. you just stole that thank you from me. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, I, I like that thank you when it was out of my heart. <laughs> Seriously, thank you for all your ratings and reviews on iTunes. And please keep doing that and subscribing and telling your friends. I really appreciate it. Uh, Have you been uh, watching any uh, World Cup? Oh, man, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. It's the best. It's so fucking awesome. I, I, my roommate, Chris Charpentier, she, she ain't it. Uh, <laughs> she ain't she it. Um, he uh, is super into soccer, and he got the Fubo TV app, which is like oh, a cool. sports. Yeah. And I hated watching soccer. And he, like, it changed the entire dynamic of our house <laughs> to where he, we used to just, like, kind of every now and then watch TV or movies together. And then he was just watching soccer all day. And I was like, I fucking hate this shit <laughs> and then i would sit there and watch it with him and inside of a month i just yeah. loved it i love watching I'm, soccer I, i'm not a sports guy at all and so anytime i enjoy sports it's a huge deal for me like one time yeah I, like the couple times i've been to hockey games it was just like the most fun you know experience and then the thing that i love so much about the world cup is that it's like it's like the olympics that it's every four years but it's like without all of the bullshit of the olympics 
like the the Olympics always has like doping scandals or just like right. countries fighting and like animosity and stuff. But the World Cup is like everyone's super like on board, just celebrating, yeah. having a great time, and you're just watching like one sport. It's all like the same. You get to learn it, you know, as you watch more and more, and uh, the matches get better and better. I mean, it's really fun. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, there is the whole thing where FIFA is like the worst organization on earth. Are they? Oh, dude. What yeah. Do they well, do? You remember the Qatar World Cup? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, it was, I think, the last this is one. my first wasn't World it? Cup. So four I'm years ago was fully. Qatar, I think. Okay. Whatever. I think it's pronounced guitar. Guitar. Guitar hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guitar hero? Guitar hero. Yeah. Um, Sorry, go. Let me make sure. I'm. I'm. Yeah, can you Google it? Qatar? Well, really? Oh, okay. Then it hasn't happened yet? Hmm. Oh, okay. So, so they're the- already in trouble <laughs> in the future? Yeah, that's right. I mean... I think this was something I saw in last week tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, I saw that he put up a thing. Yeah. That. So what's the scandal? In they're building oh a goodness. massive stadium for the World Cup in oh, Qatar, okay, and they're forcing that. all the people working on it to live in these like crazy barracks, and they're all just dying. They're just dying. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the Holy thing. Holy shit! Yeah, and I don't remember the entire story, but basically the guy who runs FIFA is like a massive sadist. Uh, yeah. Wow, uh, weird, man. Yeah, but you're right. Like they, they love it. They love it. They love it. What's your problem? They love yeah. the barracks. They like sleeping on top of each other and dying. But that's fucked up. You know, everything you you said is also true, and that it's like a lot of fun. You know and- what else is fucked up? <laughs> The fucking United States military, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they kill their own people. Friendly fire. What the fuck is that shit? Have you heard about fucking the fact that our president is Donald Trump? <laughs> <laughs> and the shit he's yeah. been doing? It's so hard, folks, to not have like a sense of nihilism because it's yeah. like if you dig deep enough on any... Like, I was enjoying the shit out of the World Cup. And then you tell me that. I'm like, oh, so... This is like helping them kill people by me giving them viewership. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I was coming in, I'm like, man, soccer is the sport of the people. Like, you can just have a ball and it's you're ready to go. And like, that's so cool. That's so so universal. And it's like now I'm like, well, should I fucking give them my money by? Well, I mean, the thing is that ads? yeah, you literally everything is like that at this point. And it, well, I think yeah. that you should watch it and enjoy it, man. I mean, at this, it's like. I don't know, dude. I, I struggle nah, with... No, you've ruined... <laughs> you, only, you only have one life. I mean, it's so funny. Mm. So often in my life, I'm like, I, I find out about something and I'm like, I need to get rid of that. There was a big period of my life where I'm like, all right, I have to find a way to go completely non-corporate. But then in thinking about that, it's like, okay, well, then I couldn't have internet or a phone or a car. Like, <laughs> Start you know? your own internet company, you yeah, lazy that's piece. what you should Make do. Make your own car, you lazy <laughs> piece of shit. What's Don't. your problem? Yeah. Dave's internet. <laughs> You've got like a tower on your hat? A tower on my hat. <laughs> hat tower. That's what they call me. Yeah. 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 I make my own Wi-Fi hub and now, I get my Wi-Fi from the earth. It's, it's a more complicated <laughs> answer for sure. I... I guess the leading in thing was like, how do you not have a sense of nihilism when you start digging deep on almost everything and it turns out shitty? And then you raise an interesting point about cutting things out of your life. And I don't know. Like, I think on some level you have to um, cut shitty things, uh, you know, like that you feel some sort of moral 
you know superiority over yeah like, you should probably you should and it's but it's also like you know you're not gonna win it all yeah and it's like i don't know maybe you're right like you have to just find the things that are good about it i don't know it's it's really weird. You definitely have to pick your battles. And I've like, I mean, just in every single way, you also have to cut yourself a break. And I think that we're not, we're like currently in an era where our culture, at least amongst liberals, is to not cut each other a break. And yeah, it's yeah. and the reason for that makes sense because there are things that you should not cut a break. Like you should not cut Harvey Weinstein a break. Yeah, you should <laughs> punch Nazis. These are these yeah, are very totally. fundamental concepts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Har- Harvey Weinstein made like Kill Bill, dude. <laughs> right, right. Kill Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill's my favorite Family Guy. <laughs> well, that's actually a perfect example. If you're like if. If you if you watch Kill Bill and then someone's like it's a Harvey Weinstein movie and you knew that and you're like I love that movie and that person's like fuck you then cut yourself a break you know <laughs> like yeah I don't know yeah you gotta find the same the thing with the World Cup it's weird we're we're not really you know allowing each other to fuck up I think uh, it's important to just embrace that the world is a very complicated place and like you know morality is like changes across borders you know across people's like it's like you're not gonna like all agree you know i don't know that, totally. <laughs> that really does sound like you're justifying nazis <laughs> and, no punch nazis kill, kill harvey weinstein for sure uh well i think that's the problem now is that like anything you say that involves any sort of nuance could then at that point be construed either way hmm. and so and we all want the world to be better um so I that's why I think everyone's grabbed onto these like stark ideals and when someone says like hey maybe we should relax on this issue a little and understand that some people are still learning uh like fuck you you're fucking sympathizing with Nazis and it's like yeah and, and I, th- I, I get where it comes from and it makes sense because we're trying to get rid of those fucking people. And the funny thing is like I understand the people who feel differently on situations and it's like this is what I'm saying where it's like morality is so fucking um it just changes across peoples and stuff and it's like this this is all fine if you believe one thing and I believe another and we'll hash that out but then when a third or fourth whatever party comes in who just their morality is that it it should be me I should be on top right like I'm the thing that is the solution it's between, you know, and I think that's where Trump comes in. Right. It's like, it's basically self-serving morality. You're like, it's only fine if it services me. If it doesn't service me, it is bad. That is bad. That's what bad is. Right. I don't give a shit what the fucking issue is as long as it makes people give me things like me, give me, you know, sustenance. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's basically where, like, you know, demagoguery and shit comes in where people just... They, you know, Trump could have easily ran as a Democrat. Like, you know, he just... Yeah. No, totally. He just wanted he to did, win. He can totally lip service anybody. Right. We started talking about this because of FIFA. Trump and should we, get into FIFA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, man. Like, yeah, I think about stuff like this a lot. How do you reconcile that? Because you would... And this is where... I'm I'm talking about this delicately because I already feel myself being able to sound like I sympathize with people who have done 
awful things, and I don't. And that's why I said the thing like, obviously, do not cut Harvey Weinstein a break. Don't cut people who are fucking rapists a break. And uh, I hate even saying that word nowadays. But uh, but like with FIFA, right? You you should ostensibly find out that that organization kills a lot of people and then be like, and then all of us together as a world will stop watching soccer. But we don't. Or, or, or erase some sort of campaign to end that, you know? Well, and people do. And some people yeah. do. They choose that as their – and then what happens is they fight for it and then they're like, why aren't people – but you know what the answer to the question is? Mm. Why aren't people fighting with me against FIFA? Mm. The answer is they have kids – and problems, and that's why. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that's so fucking true. Yeah, dude, do you remember uh, Sherry Shepard on The View? She said a lot of like weird shit, and she's like Republican, and she's like this uh, comedian, and uh, so she's kind of like you know shoots from the hip, you know whatever. Like, and so she said one time, like they got into the discussion where like Whoopi Goldberg was like imploring her like the conversation was that she was like i don't know if the world's round or flat like well i got kids like (laughs) and then whoopi was like you need to know the world is round (laughs) like you can't be like i got kids i don't got time to know the world's round like (laughs) well see that's the thing too like you i don't know we're we're having a lot of trouble figuring out the best way to navigate this right now because i think we can all acknowledge what's bad but then it's hard to how do you attack it? How do you focus on it? I guess my whole point in all of this is the all you can really do is your best. And and I think when I – the other problem with saying we should cut each other a break is that then you there's this group of people that will be like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm going to kill people and puke on everyone. Like, yeah. You should also hold yourself accountable and try to be a good person while not fucking torturing yourself if you make a mistake. And we should try to attack what's bad about the world. But it's it's tough to know how to navigate that when there's so much bad in the world and you want it to end. Guys, right? this is Suicide Buddies, and we are creating a perfect society. Yeah. We'll by the end of- My point is the sad <laughs> reality is that uh, with everything that's going on in the world, man, if watching soccer makes you feel good, <laughs> fucking watch soccer, dude. And that's just really what it comes down I, to. I kind of um, uh, yeah, like uh, this might lead into the – uh, guy we're talking about today because uh, I think he really was confused by society and wanted to create, uh, if he could, mathematically a perfect society. Uh, we're talking about Alan Turing, who is uh, the Nazi code breaker extraordinaire man who beat the uh, Enigma machine. Wow. So we'll come back on that dude. Wow. If we take a break, does that make sense? I think we should take a break. <laughs> Jackass. Hello, my name's Johnny Knoxville, and I'm going to take a shotgun blast to the face. Okay, ready? <laughs> it's a different joke. <laughs> we, Dave had to prove this in a court of law. A court, the court of podcast law. Uh, I find the defendant 
uh, Dave Ross. Innocent. Thank you. Here, no, you showed me the sketch, uh, the Family Guy sketch that you were accused of stealing, mm-hmm. and then you, sh- I was like, play me your sketch right away, and it, immediately mm-hmm. the joke is completely fucking different. <laughs> yeah. This person's insane. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, too. Uh, I When I shot that jackass sketch that's up on my Instagram, Dave to the Ross on Instagram. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> when I shot that sketch, I also shot, I shot two, and I didn't put out the other one I shot because I thought it wasn't as good of a joke as the one I put up. But the other one I shot was just me saying, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and welcome to jackass, and then I get shot. And that's the basically the same as this, but not even the same. Right. Either way. That would be, I, listening to the audio now of yeah. that sketch a second time, or the Family Guy sketch, it's like the joke is literally, I'm going to shoot myself in, in the face. In the head. And then the joke is like, jackass is dumb because yeah. they, do, they hurt themselves and then they laugh. So this person thinks you're stealing purely because you start the sketch mm-hmm. off with, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and we're doing that blah, blah, blah. Like it's just the jackass setup. The and music. there's a shooting. Yeah. yeah, and there's a shooting, but the joke is so completely different and such a more subversive thing. Like the Family Guy one is just I'm I'm talking about so bam, he shoots yeah. himself in the head. It's like, very direct. There's no turn at all. Well, here's the thing. I will also say this: had I made something that was exactly the same as the Family Guy joke. I also wouldn't care because I didn't see the episode and I came up with it. Yeah. And that's how I feel. People, my friend Alec Owen, who uh, the, he's from Five Second Films. He's really funny. He, yeah, yeah. he wrote a joke really similar to mine. <laughs> this is going to come back full circle in oh, five seconds. Go ahead. He wrote a joke really similar to mine on Twitter. And he messaged me and was like, hey, dude, I, my bad. And I just retweeted his joke. And I was like, fuck <laughs> it, dude. It, you clearly didn't, whatever. What happened to me mm. was uh, early on in, in like internet uh, culture, I was really into um, making web comics. And uh-huh. I made a web comic called Robin Elliot oh. uh, for a long time that people can still find. But it, I didn't know it, that. it did actually very well. Or like, yeah. And like me and my brother were like really into it. And it was great. Um, so like our jokes would for a while get up, put up on Reddit, like our. Uh, comics would get put up on reddit this was me learning how to do stand-up basically it was me learning how to do very basic joke writing yeah you know, yeah like th- one two three beat comedy you know totally comedy and comes in threes we've been talking about comes it on the radio, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and and like really honestly looking back i'm like wow the tone of that was incredibly family guy like uh, that was a big yes. thing was we would just do like flights of fancy like cuts where it's like what if this ha-? not really what if this happened but like just like it would just smash cut to something crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we did a, we did one. Uh, wow, this might come even more full circle. The bit was, um, the comic was a hobo walking up to them, Robin Elliott, and he goes, hey, you kids want to see a dead body? And they're like, yeah! And he just shoots himself in the head. <laughs> and then five second films made <laughs> That's a, a great joke. It's the exact, it's the exact oh, thing. Oh, really? And we were like, so everyone was just like, did they rip you off? And like, we didn't do anything about it, but more so because I was insecure about anything in comedy. I was like literally a yeah. kid, kid, like writing jokes in like high school, you know, late high school. So it's like, I didn't have the maturity to be like, you know what? Hey. Yeah. Well, the thing is like, that situation I think is different because they were, I mean, at that time, Five Second Films was big. They were bigger than you. Yeah. And so like, I would... I would like to think, I don't know, but I would like to think that if you pointed that out to them, then they would have been like, oh, shit. And at the very least, 
highlighted your thing and been like, look at this, these guys the stuff. Similarity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because they, with almost hundred percent cer- certainty, Probably. they didn't see your thing. They didn't steal it, but you oh, never yeah, know. Yeah. It's yeah. Cra- I've had like weird altercations with stand up where like a comic called me up like late at night kind of being like, Hey man, like you do a bit about infomercials. I do a bit about infomercials, but like there were completely different angles yeah. or like what it was even about. And I was just like, okay, man, like I've, that's my thing is I've never been like when, when somebody's had a joke that, and people have messaged me multiple times where it's like somebody's doing your joke, somebody's yeah. doing this joke or that joke. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I'll write new jokes. I don't give a fuck. Like it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's like, what am I going to be petty about? Right. Like it, that encourages me to go write new shit. It it's also you got to go, go by a case by shit. case basis. There's a comic in town I really love. Uh, his name's Omar Nava, and uh, I've known him since he started. He's always been real funny. Dude, Omar's the best. He's great, man. So and funny. he called me once, or maybe he just no. He came up to me, and it was funny. He was like being very nice. And I could tell it was hard because it's so hard to do this. He was like, hey, man, you did a joke at this mic. I had the same joke. And I was like, oh, shit, what's the joke? And he told me. And I was like, oh, it's like a one-liner. I was like, how long have you been doing the joke? And he was like, eight months. And I was like, okay, I wrote it a week ago. I'll stop doing the joke. No problem. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- in that case, it was the same joke. Yeah, that's and when, like, like, seniority still has, like, some sort yeah. of play where it's like, well, I had the joke of three months back. <laughs> yeah. I remember I heard stories where, like, uh, like – Pete Holmes or TJ Miller would like uh, if someone ever said shit to them like there's a joke that's similar they'd be like well I'll race you to television wow <laughs> I'll, race you, I'll race you to doing it crazy. on live television crazy because I do kind of remember it's like that really was the first standard you used to have of being like well that's a bit totally that's a bit that someone has and uh, they own that now you can't do that yeah, yeah. anyway comedy is very fluid dude yeah I mean it's all you just gotta we were talking about this earlier. Case you just got to do your best. Sometimes you got to mm-hmm. just do Family Guy. <laughs> but then there also are the cases of people straight up. St- I've had my shit stolen, like stolen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that happens yeah. too when it's word for word, or it's like mm-hmm. obvious. It's just obvious that you didn't come up with it separately because I don't even know how you tell, but I could tell. Um, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, we're all. There are people. Now we're all creatives mm-hmm. who are like all engaging in the same world. So it's like it's maybe parallel thinking isn't that crazy a lot of times. There, you know? So much of it is parallel thinking, but every but now and then it, you're like, that motherfucker word. stole yeah. my shit. <laughs> when it's word for word, you're like, come, come on, man. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, real quick before we get into the um, yeah, for uh, talking about this. That's why he killed himself. He's a he's motherfucker. A he's like Oedipus. Uh, he ripped out his eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, great. Today we're doing my dad. Um, I just wanted to say, I just got back from the road. I was out for like a week and a half. Ooh, road covered in that road dirt. I was in. I was in. Days. I was out on the dirt. <laughs> Doing stand up in the dirt. Dave's been off roading and he wants to brag. In the dirt. I yeah. So I was in Austin for a while and I went out to Houston for a day and that was cool because I I have a bunch of friends in both those cities and that's I fucking two of my favorite places to go do stand up. Uh, those scenes are fucking great and. Um, both places I met some more fans of the podcast, and I just wanted to thank you oh. guys for coming out. So good to meet you. And then, you know what was a huge, 
amazing, wonderful surprise was Denton, Texas, man. Oh, I, yeah. Turned dude, out? Fucking... I've never been to Denton so. in my life. I've always heard, because like so many great punk bands came out of there. I just think of the Mountain Goats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... The, oh, right. Because of the song. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, you know, Riverboat Gamblers are from there, which Mike Wiebe, who does stand up now, oh, is uh, the lead singer of that band. Fucking Marked Men are from there. And... Uh, uh, Parquet Courts are from there. And um, anyway, so many people came out to this show. The uh, the comics who fucking run the show I did and put on a bunch of shows in Denton are fucking so cool, dude. I went through Taylor Higginbotham. And I just like, if you're oh. in Denton or near Denton, go to their shows. It's amazing. But also, um, that tiny town Denton, like a bunch of Suicide Buddies fans came. Awesome. Um, yeah, and I met them, and just like the sweetest, coolest people. I, mean, I just thank you so much. The thing is, like, I'm getting a little bit smarter about this podcast, especially like because we can check out who's listening in what cities, and that's why I'm like really hyped to go to Chicago and like yeah. just promote it early enough where it's like we probably have people would maybe show up, you know, if you give it like a month or something. I don't know. It's an Dude. experiment because eventually, eventually, Dave, this is going to become. <laughs> Tourgasm too, dude. Suicide you buddies, and me. yeah, man. Across the United States, number one most listened city. to podcast is a suicide podcast. If we get there, we should truly be concerned for humanity. Uh, <laughs> I fully believe we'll be doing stadiums with this. Oh, uh, also, of people wanting to kill themselves. You know who lives in Denton is Kate Vance, who made the Hulkamanic oh, Depression That's right. art. She came out to the show. It's always good to see her. Shout out to Kate Vance at Poop Shoes on Instagram. P e w p s h o e s on Instagram. And dude, she gave me three prints of the Hulkamanic Depression. Ah! One for me, one yes. for you, Hampton. And she like she one like for God. She like slowed down at the end of and she goes and I and the third one is for Aristotle. She like really was very like this one. This is for Aristotle. Is for the cute one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Dave's the bad boy. Aristotle's the cute one. I'm the Navy background. What? <laughs> is that the generic trio of people? <laughs> That's our boy band. Uh, yeah. That's our boy band. Oh, the Navy guy. Sure. Yeah. sure. You're the bad boy. Yvonne et Niage, dude. <laughs> I can't believe you. I can't believe you got me on that. <laughs> Shit. Um... So, yeah, it was just yeah, great. That's awesome. And then I went to Bentonville, Arkansas. Absolutely no fans of the podcast came to the show there. <laughs> Though I did have a super good time. And the guy who runs shows there, Raj Suresh, is fucking super funny and puts on good shit. It's just that Bentonville... No one in that state has ever thought about killing themselves, Every dude. single person in Bentonville is over 50. Uh, <laughs> and that's what the they're show already, is like. <laughs> they're already dead inside. <laughs> they're all... Well, the, Bentonville is basically a town created by Walmart. Because it's the home of Walmart. So no one is suicidal in that town. Wait, it's the home of Walmart? Yeah, dude. I thought I'd been to the home of Walmart. Oh, interesting. I guess I was Been to Inville? I don't think so. It was a college Maybe you had been to the (laughs) home of Walmart. All right. I wish I were dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's the podcast. All right. See you later. Guys, suicide buddies. All right. So now Uh, we're going to talk about this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This Mickey Flippy, uh, Alan Turing. No, no keep uh, keep promoting for five seconds while I pull up my laptop screen. What should I call my album? Here's some options that okay. I have. Fuck my cum. Just despite all my Dave, I am still Dave in a rage and a Dave. <laughs> that sounds great. I was thinking of calling my album Eli Olsberg. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> Mutual it's, friend. Yeah. Eli Olsberg is a comedian. He's a friend of ours. And I just think it would be so funny to make the cover of my album a picture of him. But the problem is that no one knows who I am. So it would be like, wait, it, this is... They would, they would just think it was his album. I remember... <laughs> did, you, did you ever see... Uh, uh, Todd Berry's album where the front cover Where Natasha Leggero's on the cover yeah, for yeah. no fucking, fucking reason. reason. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so good. Okay. All right, Todd. We all know you want to fuck Natasha. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought. Todd Berry wants to have sex with Natasha Leggero. That's what, it, that's what I thought. That is the only way you could take that. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way she could take... Come on, anyway. Uh, in June 1954, June 6th, Oh, Alan God. Turing. This is going to be a long fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get hyped. Uh, <laughs> All right, God. Dave, this dude basically won World War II. Thank you for listening to the episode. Sign up for our Patreon. We'll see you guys next time. All right, all right. All right. More like Alan Boring. <laughs> June 6th or 7th, 1954, at age 41, Alan Turing bites into an apple, eats about half, and dies. What happened, Dave? Uh, <laughs> I, I Sorry, th- I thought you'd have a question right away about that. He had apparently uh, died from cyanide poisoning. Uh, okay. He had injected the apple. You do know that on this podcast we talk about people who killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Not people who killed me. Yeah. Not people who were murdered by some kind of evil witch. No, no. It's just like he killed himself by basically poisoning an apple. Wow. Was how his uh, his uh, evaluation of his death, like, uh, that's what they said. I mean, see, this is why I get all my produce at Whole Foods. <laughs> You don't go to Vons, uh, Alan. Every time I go to Vons, I eat half an apple and then eject the rest with cyanide and eat it. Yeah, because it's right there. The cyanide is right next to the avocados. And it's like, oh, it's so cheap. Uh, I want to show you uh, his face real quick uh, so you get a sense of Oh, yeah, this guy is. is hot. He's a little hot. <laughs> he's a little hot, but I also think he has a little something off sure. about him. You're saying he's an alien? <laughs> Wow, I, I am I, not helping. I, I am not. No, I truly do believe like he was like an alien. Like as an alien, a person could feel in society. Wow, like he might as well be. Look at this. He looks like a Men in Black character. He do- oh, <laughs> like he does. Pretending to be. It a also human sounds being. like an alien's name. Yes, I. I am Alan Driving. Al- I- <laughs> <laughs> close, very close. Well, uh, yes, I am person living. <laughs> Well, it's I, I think something that's kind of fundamental with his story, especially like people who are this smart, like he is a above and beyond genius. Is really? Not being able to really communicate with people, talk with people. Right. You're, you're, for one, you're way smarter. So uh-huh. like you feel like you're talking to like a dog or something, you know, it's just like Jesus fucking Christ. Like, um, that's not how I feel <laughs> when I'm talking <laughs> Dave relates to the common man. I I speak to the back of the crowd. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you I, think the common man is a dog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Well, imagine if you just have like your IQ is so like high. Very easy to imagine. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, imagine how shitty things are right now. Uh-huh. Imagine if they were a million times shittier in the way you think people are stupid, you think society doesn't work right. These are things that would really like put you off mm-hmm. from people. But also, like I think it's like because you're so off from people... It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, wow. So you're saying that this guy was a Nazi because he literally <laughs> thought he was better than everybody? Like he... He wow. was a computer Nazi. Wow. I guess you could say. This week on Computer Nazi. This dude defeated the Nazis like Captain Computer America Nazi. Did. That's the name of my album. Uh, <laughs> let's still start. <laughs> let's uh, keep digging. Nazi Eli Olsberg. <laughs> Nazi Olsberg. <laughs> Actually... Now I'm back That's on pretty board. funny. Nazi Eli Olsberg. Everybody kill Eli Olsberg. He That's the Jewish. name. Jewish. This is yeah. funny. This is a disgrace to his people on a level Absolutely. we can relate to. <laughs> More like Wowschwitz. How about... <laughs> hey, don't... St- Dude, that's my joke. Word for word. Whoa, yeah. Well, word I... I like it better when I did it. What's embarrassing is how mad it made me. It shouldn't have affected me. I shouldn't care about some dude who's like, maybe, maybe, maybe. Are you kidding me? Anybody who like tries to actively cause shit, it's just like, yeah. What? Of yeah, course I'm going to be mad. Like, yeah. you're trolling right now. Yeah. You piece of fuck. You fucking <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> I can't you believe the Pope tweeted at you, Dave, about your sketch. Man, especially nice Pope. Nice you Pope. Think, dude, Nazi Pope. I love that. Might have been mad, but nice we pope. We had Nazi Pope. Now we have the nice pope. Nice Pope is just like, hey, hey what's He's up? He's like always on a Vespa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Hey, you're right. you're gay. It's a yourself. Hey, hey uh, FIFA's good. We accept you. Uh, soccer. <laughs> we accept you. And maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm a trying. Peels out on his Vespa. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. I'm a trying. I'm a trying. <laughs> hey. Must be the money. Uh, so something that was really alienating uh, Alan Turing from society was that he, he was, was a Nazi. He was gay. Uh, he was gay. He was gay man. Uh, he was gay boy. Gay man. Gay baby. Gay man. Gay, <laughs> okay. gay all his life. All right. And uh, I didn't know that this is what we do now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, a gay boy. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, this guy. He was he, homosexual. He never like. Uh, yeah, it was. That's like, what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. He knew himself uh, at an early age. So, like, so when he went to um, high school, he had what he calls his first love. There mm-hmm. was uh, another boy, was, uh, Christopher Markham, Morcom, Christopher Morcom, mm-hmm. and. Uh, this kid and that kid was gay. Uh, it's a little fuzzy. It's just known that Alan like loved him. Okay. Like the way he expresses himself. Like after this kid dies in uh, their same grade. Damn. And uh, it was like this kid that he loved. He he's always been kind of like a really closed off individual inside his life. I mean, he's just you know I, I don't know if it's like Aspergers or what. This is. I watched that movie, The Imitation Game, that Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch is in. Yeah. And they fully play it like he has Asperger's. He does oh. not know how to talk to people. Like Imitation Game is about Alan Turing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, did you see that uh, movie? Oh, so when you said Nazi Codebreaker, 
Oh, sorry. He's, no, he was an American. No, I kept saying also he won like basically World yeah. War II. Like I'll I'll get to that later. That's uh, like a little bit of a tease I had on never, my own I, philosophy on this. I but. was going through this not knowing who Alan Turing was, and now this like adds so much context. <laughs> All these Nazi jokes. Yeah, I dude. thought he was a Nazi. He's Benedict Cumberbatch, dude. right? Damn, dude. <laughs> He's basically the WikiLeaks guy in Doctor Strange. Wow. <laughs> it's Bennett, old eggs Benny. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. It was really well done. Imitation game? Uh, yeah. I mean, they, there's, yeah, a, it's great. there's a lot of uh, things that are like definitely done for movie's sake, where it's like... I, they're really trying to drive home like there's moral conflict. Totally. Where they're basically these scientists, so really who knows like really how much they were like grieving about loss of life and totally. stuff. But like there'll be shots where like um the uh the uh I can't remember her name, uh, but she's the like opposite in him, the the female role. And she like hears some news about how the war is turning and then she like literally looks out the window and there's like a soldier with one leg and like another guy bleeding and she's like uh, like just right. thinking about like <laughs> it's like okay that's a very like obvious cut to make you as a you know a moviegoer be like oh she's thinking she's about there. the war yeah. she's really thinking about that war that's going on where she you know seems. all of England's under siege <laughs> that was Man, <laughs> yeah. now that I see her look at that guy, <laughs> I definitely know that World War II was a bummer. No, now I don't feel like keeping calm and chiving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep calm, Dave, and pot on. That was bad. <laughs> well, uh, so he was in love with this, um, this, uh, this guy, and uh, he wrote this note that I just want to read to give like kind of an insight into like how he talks, who he is. Uh, but it's very, it's very affectionate. So it's actually very nice. Uh, he wrote a letter to Morecambe's mother uh, after he died. And he says, I'm a little teapot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your son's dead. And I think it's pretty great. <laughs> I'm Dave Ross and I'm singing from the grave. <laughs> How great would it be? It would write a Jesus suicide note, and right at the top it says, "To the tune of I'm a little teapot." <laughs> <laughs> okay. You mean Baba Black Sheep? Uh, That's how that song goes. He wrote. Read uh, the note. I- <laughs> All right, Dad. Fucking settle. <laughs> I am sure. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Should sorry. I not do it? <laughs> oh, it seems like, me right like now, maybe Hampton's getting a taste of his own medicine right now. When I don't right let now. Dave do things, uh, oh. he fucking throws a shit fit. <laughs> oh, that's true. Here we go. Here we go. I am sure I could have not found anywhere another companion so brilliant and yet so charming and unconceited. I regarded my interest in my work and in such things as astronomy to which he introduced me as something to be shared with him and I think he felt the same about me I know I must have put as much energy if not as much interest into my work as if he were alive because that is what he would like me to do wow he later in life is like uh, an atheist and is very just like kind of cold about the world in a Mm -hmm. sense but like he writes to her more at the time when he was younger. It was all about like, you know, I feel his soul. And he, it's weird. He's like mathematical about that. He's talking about how like a soul would work, 
with her. He's like, I don't know what happens when we sleep, but I know when we're alive, we're feeling a soul. And when we die, there is no soul. Wow. Like, it's just like, okay. Like, that's a very, like, beautiful, but, like, kind of complicated way of thinking about things, you know? Yeah. So he's just got this crazy fucking brain. And sure. He, <laughs> he goes to Cambridge, and uh, he starts coming up with these mathematical theories. That's his whole thing is in at school is he's like just brilliant at math and but like well, he's a little deeper. <laughs> Short and stout. I don't know what to say. He's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is a little teapot. Short he, and stout. He really is. <laughs> he's You're truly such a little, a little teapot. teapot. I want to meet him and be like, no, look at you, you little teapot. Danny to teapot. <laughs> Danny. Danny to teapot. <laughs> teapot Dorito. <laughs> That's for the Patreon listeners. <laughs> so basically, at this point, there's no computers. There's like, you know, math is pretty basic at the time. And it's like uh, very basic computing machines, you know, like just sh- just a little evolved above an abacus, I would say, in a lot of ways. Right. You know, totally. it's just a dumb Yeah, they're like mechanical. They're, there's a lot of like yeah, gears the, and <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's quite literally yeah. like gears, like a typewriter right. type of shit. So like... Ugh, more like know. Alan Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Alan Boring. <laughs> I guess I'll defeat the Nazis. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the Nazis when I'm a nothing? Hey, I'm Alan Boring, and you know what I like? Naps. <laughs> so he, do, he starts developing all these kind of er, early ideas of what a, a the computer... The thing I said, I'm still laughing at that. I know. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I'm doing to you what um, you do to me. And it's wow. not on purpose. Revenge. Yeah, it's not revenge. It's From Dave Ross. I'm ashamed. Hardcore Yakuza. Okay, no, no, Yakuza I, revenge. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm enjoying this so much, dude. Are you oh, kidding great. me? This is so much fun. No, 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 no. no I'm listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got it, dude. It's no, 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 no. cool, cool. More so, like Hampton Fun. Basically, he invents like a lot of principles that led to like uh, computers being created by IBM and shit later on. Like someone oh, had to come up with the basic concepts of like. There needs to be a machine that like takes in algorithms, and that's how we can solve math problems. Is give it to the machine. We to like file through. Yeah, yeah. Because when (laughs) when things get into like mathematical problems that are like so many millions of multiples and shit, it's just like to compute a lot of that stuff. It's like it's better to make something that could possibly have an algorithm that will just keep running it, keep running it. File through a series of numbers, sure. And yeah. there was a lot of, like, mathematicians who are basically, like, philosophers of math. I don't know. Like, the way they talk about math is so kind of, like, abstract in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because they'll come up with these concepts that then have to be, like, defeated and then, like, rebutted before we even get to computers. It's people just talking about how, like, logic programs should work. I see. And if, like, if this is true then this needs to be true. And we need math to make perfect sense before we can put it into computers. Uh, because the problem is sometimes you could do math that was like one equals zero, man. Like you need like hardcore like se- You do know and, that one does not equal zero. I know. And that's what's fucked up. Because <laughs> if you do enough weed, dude, <laughs> everything's zero. <laughs> yeah. Dude, sometimes I think... 
the number zero is just the letter O hiding out. <laughs> Follow that joke to fucking Mitch Hedberg wow. 20 years ago. <laughs> this summer, Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> so he gets a, like a great reputation as just like smart as fucking shit. Like he's proving concepts uh, in college, like mm-hmm. uh, pure mathematical concepts that will later on lead to computers. So. Okay. War in Germany, uh, you know, like sure. shit's happening in Europe. So I see the headline now. Yeah. Shit's <laughs> Shit happening. happening. Yeah. <laughs> Spinning newspaper that decaps a newsy boy. Yeah. Shit's happening. Extra, extra stuff. <laughs> Stuff's going on. It's all going down. Extra, extra. It's happening right now. Um, extra, extra. You're dead. Breaking news. We need math. We need more math. News from the home front. I will give that Kaiser what for. <laughs> I love it. I love those fucking... <laughs> yes. News on the march. Uh, yeah, basically, like, there's hardcore intelligence uh, things happening, you know, uh, MI6 in uh Dude, this is making me think England. so many new things about that movie Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> you ever think about that? Zero... Yeah. Dark, dark, thirty. Oh my god! Numbers, dude. More, more like Mathrin Bigelow. Wait, what number is dark? <laughs> yeah. Do black people have their own mathematics? <laughs> uh, uh, let the bodies uh, hit the floor. Uh, no, 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 no. No, do not, do, do not. not. Cops do not. are bad. Bodies are bad. <laughs> Ow. Uh, I should also state uh, the. He kind of named his own like computer system in college that was called the Turing machine, and then the Universal Turing machine. Fucking self-centered <laughs> gay man. I hate. No, I know it's. Uh, I I don't know what to say. I mean, yeah, yeah, he named it after himself, but I I think he should get credit for that invention. Oh, know, so. I absolutely agree. So <laughs> war's fucking happening. They need code breakers. What is the Turing machine? It's basically all those concepts of like we here's how you would program perfecting math, programming it, yeah, that do perfect math. This is how you would solve like and basically it was like it was basically a mechanical abacus at this point that would count through numbers and possibilities, probabilities, and things like that. Yeah, sure. The difference also with that is it could be indefinite, right? Like the principle behind like a computer is like this program could run forever, yeah, or you can do it in a day or whatever, but like. It's kind of infinite if, if it's a perfect algorithm, you know? It keeps running these numbers. Yeah. And the thing that's also really important to maybe understand with him is uh, language is basically numbers. And these, these concepts very early on are very similar. Like if you look at – have you ever seen that movie Pi? No. This will actually come into play it. later, yeah. It's a Darren Aronofsky film, and it's all about uh, – like uh, the Fibonacci sequence and like, you know, these patterns in nature keep going and going. Oh yeah. And, uh, well, like in the movie pie, they're basically like language and numbers are the same thing, especially when you get back to like really early language where it was like, um, the early Hebrew and shit where it's like one plus one or or like one plus two is the same as like man plus wife equals son equals God. Like it's all like the same they have double meanings to the, like, yeah, the language. Plus wife equals son. <laughs> anyway. So funny. It's so, so funny. It's so fucking. It's fun. so funny because that's so basically dumb. the it's the so platform dumb. of the Republican Party. 
<laughs> I learned math, and it's wife plus God equals gun. Man plus wife equals son. <laughs> wife plus God equals gun. Absolutely. Holy shit. White yeah. plus work it's, it's, equals house. It's a little bit of an unbearable movie, <laughs> but I, I just really think it's funny that they go to like mathematicians for code breaking for like language show, you know? So basically, you know, wars coming up, they know they're going to be involved, England, and like they early recruit him. He's More like, like Alan Waring. <laughs> right? He literally shows up to work, you know, the day after war is declared. So he's sure. been like prepped for a while. Like, okay, here you go. We Damn. got the okay. You have to break Nazi codes. That and and here's the crazy thing is anyone could hear a code. Like they were all just being like transmitted, but like they need these code breakers right. to actually decipher them. You know. So and it, he yeah. started work. That that's crazy. Yeah, the big that happened to me. My first day working at Burger King was the day the war on Christmas started. <laughs> day I started Burger King, the double Whopinator came out, oh, and I yeah. had to deal with the onslaught of the double Whopinator plus limited series Batman toys being offered with the play meals. You think you're ready for to see that level of shit, son? <laughs> yeah, I had to wade through shit. <laughs> To give people their the toy. Shit. That'd be funny. Any veteran who was like, I was in the shit. <laughs> like, they just were like in shit. In shit. Uh, They're in their own huge toilet. Puking. This is bad. Uh, I bought a toilet that was too big. Son, you don't understand. <laughs> I was in the shit. It's... I was in literal shit. <laughs> Not a war ever. Not never, <laughs> never, saw, never saw any action. I just went into Coming a in pile shit. of shit and I couldn't get out because it was so much shit. Anyway, that's why I love the band Corn. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was in the shit. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a freak on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who am I? <laughs> really? I'm not even your person. dad. <laughs> we shouldn't be talking. Yeah, this podcast sucks. Yeah. The uh so the big uh German uh <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> German everything. German. Nah, I, could, I, could I didn't read on. anything. I could go on and on about like what Germany was doing at the time because I've like, I've gotten Death really camps. fascinated. Yeah, but more. I mean, yes, of course, bombing all the really awful. No, no, dude, Hitler. you have to understand. The thing that was happening in Europe also was that Germany had been advancing as a society for like a really long time, their technology. Yeah. So the tanks, the shit they, they came were better out than everybody. with yeah. were the German war machine, which was like unbeatable. Like yeah. they had trouble with Russia indefinitely. Like Russia is the number one reason Germany got taken down is they were just at, they couldn't advance through Russia and yeah. Russia was constantly just throwing people at them like that yeah. was their one thing was like i don't know if you ever saw that movie i think it's enemy at the gates like they would give you like one rifle two of you and one gets a clip Whoa. <laughs> so one has the extra clip and it's like just go like we have so many millions of people they don't care yeah. russia lost 60 million people yeah, in the war i know mostly you know stalin killing people by throwing them at the fucking front lines and shit wow but i mean like i don't know the the fact that they kept germany at least at bay so the, Germany has these incredible machines that are wiping through Europe. So it's like it's a real fucking threat. One of the machines that they had created was the Enigma machine, which was the code making you know, right. machine. So they could transmit messages and, uh, you know, it had like rotors in it plus like a little bit of electrics. But the thing was they would change the codes every 24 hours. Yeah. And the system of the machine would 
move around and shit. Like, so it was really, really hard to, to fix it. Alan Turing realized that like the best way, and this is simple with also like, um, computers. It's a very similar concept. It's like, sometimes it's better to not be looking for everything. You should be looking for like, uh, the, the thing that's, Binds it all together. Yeah, that binds it all together. Exactly. Yeah. So the movie Imitation Game plays it up where they they're like Heil Hitler. Like every message ends with Heil Hitler. Uh, Let's look up common words that are always used. Yeah. That are very often used, and that'll at least like we could maybe break these codes in it in the day. You know. Yeah. And they find out that they can break them. Like you know, they get really good at them. They start breaking all the codes. And they use it for some good, but predominantly to lead up to, like, the uh, Atlantic, like, end fight, you know, shit that we all kind of saw play out in World War II. Sure. Uh, I was there. Yeah, I was there. (laughs) Uh, I was at Dunkirk. I was in Dunkirk. I'm Dunkirk. More like the beaches of Bormandy. (laughs) (laughs) The machine uh, Alan Turing came up with was called the Bomb, uh, with an E at the end, Bomb, and it was named after... A Polish machine that was very similar, like he was basing his design off of, you know, like it was a it was a bomb. Yeah, it's just like a <laughs> giant machine that's like running these these like algorithms. Sure, you know that he kind of created uh, because you know original code breaking at the time was like, all right, we got the message. Uh, let's you know like crossword puzzle style like how are we gonna figure this out like yeah he was like let's build a computer dude <laughs> like i don't want to fucking solve this shit this is yeah. way smarter so his efforts through like that like breaking the the code and them not letting you know germany know that they knew the codes and they could move their ships and shit they say he probably ended world war ii two years earlier Wow. Than it would have, and he probably saved fourteen million British lives. Whoa! Yeah, he's just like one of the bigger heroes of of World War Two. Well, um, of history, of history. Yeah. And I, I'm me. I'm like him. Like a couple other factors in in like uh, England, and combine that with what Russia is doing is like they won the war. Like our atomic bombs were like. A day late and a dollar short. Like, yeah. It was like us proving our military might where we're like, shit, Russia's really fucking strong. We got to make sure like yeah. people know we got this bomb we've been working on for the last you know six years and can yeah. kill a city. Let's go murder a city. Right. <laughs> just like, Let's go murder just like a city. Anyway, happy 4th of July, everybody. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. America. <laughs> we uh, did some shit. <laughs> We're fucking great in every way. <laughs> so he's a he's a hero of the war, but he's like MI6. He's Secret Service level. He can't talk about it. Right. So he never gets his credit. Oh. He basically did this in, insanely amazing shit, and he had to just go back to being a teacher at uh, Manchester University. And uh, he d- developed more uh, mathematical principles, and he became... Uh, the way he thought, I think, is what leads to someone who's then like Steve Jobs, who can then think about computers as a thing, and then be like, this is how computers should move now. But he was like, this is just how a computer should be? Huh. And then when the technology came around, they they could make it. Yeah. You know, the early IBM computers that are like a the size of a room you yeah know, running, and they're following his shit. design or whatever yeah, like huh. his principles on mathematics wow so he does that he gets really involved in like natural mathematics and he starts researching the fibonacci sequence a lot 
which is natural mathematics. Natural mathematics are Plant like plus sun equals. Well, this is actually kind of interesting because the universe runs on like fundamental principles and shit. So like, and that's all based on what? mathematics. As long as we, you know, that's how we'll understand. Sure. Things oh, about I the see. Universe. We have to make it as simple as like one equals one. You know, like how to go from there. You know, so in nature, like spiral patterns and shit. Like, that's the Fibonacci sequence. Okay. And, like, all the multiple ways this evolves in, like, nature. It's just constant. On really? On microscopic levels to, like, very big. And it's just a constant thing. And huh. the why of it. Some people think it's related to God or something, you know? Sure. But anyway, so he is a... Uh, Fucking God, dude. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, like, he was into... Um, natural science but he was an atheist yeah you know he was like i'm trying to find the why yeah okay everything i think again because he's so confused by like talking with people relating with like natural society plus being gay and feeling he's it's illegal to be gay right at this time yeah wasn't he discovered at some point yes that's that's how it all kind of came down oh okay so he uh he meets a younger man and uh, as I read the story, this dude did the exact same thing that's in that uh, movie, As Good As It Gets, where they scam, they, in that movie, they scam uh, the gay man. Uh, I forget who plays him, but um, uh, they basically like pretend to like be infatuated with him and then so that the friend can like rob the place. Oh. And shit. So that happens to him. And so, you know, he gets like robbed. And uh, he reports it. He tells the police that he is gay. So he just kind of admits it. Wow. And he he never, like, backs down. This is what I'm saying. Like, he just knew who he was. Yeah. He had a marriage, like, a while back, like, during the war that was uh, a sham. It was, like, a sure. sham marriage to, to, like, get her work. Right. And also, like, because um, uh, she was, like, helping him and shit. So it was, like... A way for her parents to be okay with it. Yeah, yeah a way yeah. for her parents to be okay with it. And also, like, uh, he told her he was gay, like, after a couple years. And sure. she was like, yeah. <laughs> like, she was just like, I know. I know you're gay. Like, clearly. Like, right. So, uh, he gets busted by the police. Like, the police don't really know who he is other than he's, like, this college professor, you know? And so, it's like, well, we're going to bring him up on indecency charges. Whoa. And it's fucking harsh as fucking hell because the the they treated you like a like a pederast yeah or some shit like it was like you're scum man yeah it's like it's so crazy man so they i have been sorry no go uh, for it, man. but i have been um i found this archive of old footage and old like instructional and educational movies online that are all public domain uh because i'm like i don't know i just want to like yeah, fuck definitely. with them and make stuff oh, and sure. one of the Videos I found is from the 50s, and it's like, seems like a video that they would show in school, and it's called Boys Beware. <laughs> oh, no. oh, wait, I know this. Yeah, and it's literally about how, like, if you meet a gay person, yeah, yeah. they will molest you. <laughs> it's just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. He rolls down this his is... window. Hello, child. I'm a gay. Yeah. Do Prepare you want ice to... cream? Pre- Come with me. Prepare to die. It's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's crazy with where we are now and how we obviously feel about sexuality and gay people and anyone of any sexuality. It's like, God damn, dude, how, how could you, how, how it's so painful. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could go fucking for an hour on that alone. And the the way um, it was presented to him was that, hey, uh, you have to choose between imprisonment. Because his lawyer basically didn't defend him. Like, he said, he was like, I'm gay. And then his lawyer was like, fuck. He's gay. You confessed. No, he, was, no, no, he wasn't like, to fuck. To being he was yourself. Like, it's, it's kind of a legal term, which maybe has importance to it. It's like, it's like we don't deny this. We don't think it's wrong. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, we're not going to argue. Right. So that was the legal. Sure. We're not going to argue this. This is stupid. I'm gay. He, like, confessed right away. He was like, I was robbed by this guy. Like, you know, like, yeah, what this the is fuck? fucking bullshit, you know? So the- I do love that in the court they were like, well, uh, you are brought up on charges of being you. Are you you? And he's like, I'm me. And they're like, guilty. <laughs> yeah, that, I had a joke just like that when uh, Saddam Hussein got hung. Because it was like, what? What was the trial? Have a big dick. What was the trial? It's like, are you Saddam Hussein? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the guy has been very public about the things he's done. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, like, anyway, so they offer him uh, imprisonment or chemical castration. Jesus fuck. And he chooses chemical castration. Whoa. He's like, I'm not going to jail. Like that's bullshit. Uh, but. You know, it's they get, start giving him estrogen. He loses all his libido. Uh, can't uh, have sex or come or whatever <laughs> within a, about a year. You know, he also is like developing uh, breasts. Whoa, really? Yeah, because you give a man sure, a yeah, estrogen, yeah. Uh, so like, it's just like you know, his body. You feel like your body's changing against your will. Plus, like loss of libido is a huge issue. Oh yeah. So. Um, he kills himself. I, I, there's a little bit of some. All like, right, that's our episode. No, no, no. Thank he, you. There's <laughs> some slight skepticism by like some friends at the time who were like, he seemed in good spirits. Yeah, and it was like, the, like one guy said, like, well, he seemed to actually be taking his chemical castration in stride. Wow. Like, yeah, I'm fucking. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. He's the most <laughs> magnanimous person who ever lived. Yeah. Give me a fucking sure, break. At the age of 41, <laughs> I don't think he's ready to be like. Well, I guess I was done with sex. Yeah. Uh, after trying to. He was 31. Uh, Whoa. No, no, 41. 41. I said. Well, it's um, still far. No, I mean, yeah, it's still like, young yeah, it's, as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he buys this uh, kit. Uh, that was found at the place. So this is why there's some skepticism. It was like, maybe he was just pursuing his hobby of using cyanide to plate spoons with gold, which was what the kit was. There was oh. this poison oh, that was okay. attached to this kit that you could gold plate spoons and for, you know your cutlery. And it's like, you know, I don't think, <laughs> one, he's that dumb at all. He is a genius. And he knows what cyanide is. And also, like, him wanting to gold plate his spoons, like, it's very, like, this isn't the shit he was doing. No. This is, like, just, like... He's, like, a genius mathematician, and he's, like, I want my spoons gold. And the reason there's some skepticism <laughs> is because he eats this apple that was found at the scene, you know, and there's the cyanide, and they're, like, oh, he injected the apple with cyanide, uh, and he ate it, and he killed himself. Uh, also, his favorite fairy tale was Snow White. Sure. So he's going for a very like distinct yeah Snow White thing, but his friends were like, "He loved apples! Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> no, it was an accident. You know, he got wow. chemically castrated, and then there's cyanide. It's it's gonna happen." <laughs> when I was chemically castrated, <laughs> I started loving apples. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like some people say it's like you know he maybe did it in a way that looked accidental, just so his mom would. Well, be some okay. people say there's a woman to blame. <laughs> some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic clue. So. <laughs> He's a hero. He's a goddamn hero. Uh, man. He's a goddamn uh, uh, gay man who was a hero and got fucking punished for the most fucking stupid fucking Jesus. charge possible. And it, of course, killed him. And yeah. it was very painful to go through that. And uh, I find that story, you know, interesting and fucked up and uh, kind of funny. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but that, something that's kind of funny, actually, is because I just have weird thoughts on this. So he's been posthumously, like, awarded. Finally, the story has come out. Yeah. Like, people were fighting to get him recognized. And also, like, there was just enough time had passed. Yeah. You could talk about this shit. And so he'd been awarded. But then also, the government decided to pardon him for the crime of being gay. Wow. And (laughs) I don't know why. Like, this to them seemed like a very magnanimous gesture. And this was only done, I think, like 2009 or some shit. Like, pretty recent. But I'm just like, he was an atheist. He doesn't believe, like, he's, like, looking down from heaven being like, wow, pardoned? Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Also, yeah, all you're doing is making a statement to the current gay community (laughs) that that's a thing to be washed from your record you know what i mean yeah exactly it's, it's like, a disgusting that that's crazy shit. yeah you should have to own that shit own that bad shit you did yeah totally it's not like you can make it up like what the fuck you killed them basically yeah you killed them <laughs> but they made a statue of them at uh, good. manchester park i think and like uh he's very celebrated now and people know him now for kind of what he did and how he really saved like just Good. millions of lives and like you know was a genius way ahead of his time so that's my that's me on that's me on the pod it's me on touring <laughs> that was really great man thanks man that was, that was a really, really good pick yeah well appreciate it it was really good appreciate yeah it, yeah uh, guys if you want to uh, support the pod please check out the episodes we're putting up on Patreon uh, dot com backslash suicide buddies they're really fun it's Forward only five slash. bucks and uh it really helps also write to us at buddies 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 at gmail yeah yeah we're getting so many good emails thank you um yeah and uh also go to hampton's album recording uh, whether you live in Chicago or not, truly. And <laughs> I will be opening for him recording my album <laughs> at those shows. Maybe we could figure that out. No, 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 I, no, no, uh, no. I'm no trying to lock way. this down like, by, by tomorrow. I know it would be today's, crazy. Today's the 4th of July, and no one's at fucking work. Dude, let's barbecue! Yeah! Hell yeah, dude! Peace. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. We appreciate you and we care about you. So if you are ever having suicidal thoughts, we do take it seriously, and we would prefer that you go get help. Please call the number 1-800-273-TALK right now if you can. They're great. They will help. Suicide is not your only option. You are cared for. And thank you for listening. And see you on the next Suicide Buddies. Want 
entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 